Welcome to Franny Teens. Hee <laughs> hee. This is officially episode three. Today's topic is going to be all about mental health and my therapy journey. So this kind of bounces back to the last episode I did. If you haven't checked it out, you should definitely go listen to it. Um, it's basically describing what I went through during COVID. Um, in summary, I went through a breakup a week after my birthday. I also got positive for COVID a day before my birthday. Um, and then obviously it triggered me to start therapy once again because I was in therapy before so this is where the episode begins so here we motherfucking go so I started therapy around December of December or November of 2019 and the reason why I did this was because I had so many mixed emotions of how I felt I didn't really know um what were thoughts and what was reality um and this stems from many different things obviously overthinking um the relationship with my parents wasn't that great um I was also questioning the relationship I was in at the time and like I think this person really made me question who I was and made me question the way I dealt with situations kind of made me feel a little crazy and I'm like damn like why do I feel these things I'm so confused and although my friends are great you know like it's best to seek a I guess, an unbiased opinion. So I decided to start therapy. I went to psychologytoday.com. This is not a sponsorship, although Psychology Today sponsor me, sis. You'll be the first sponsor on my podcast. <laughs> I went on psychologytoday.com and basically it's super user-friendly you basically type in um the type of insurance you have it also lets you see the therapist near you um obviously with covid i think a lot of therapy sessions are now via zoom um that's what i do now but you can still see the therapist around you um the type of insurance they accept and then all the things that they specialize in so like let's say depression anxiety etc um all the licenses that they have so I went on and I saw different therapists. Um, you can also see if you prefer a female or male. I prefer female all the time. That's just me, though. Um, and then I went ahead and reached out to different ones, see which one uh, accepts my insurance, the copay to the insurance. Um, and then I tried one lady out and I would go at the end of the day and low-key, I think that affected the therapy session itself being the last client of the day. I don't know if that's a thing, but I felt like she didn't give me, and this is probably me just being an attention seeker, I feel like she didn't give me her full 100%. Like, I just think that she would refer to, like, situations that she's been in, and I'm like, dude, like, I'm going to you to talk about myself, not you, you know? Sorry to the first therapist, but uh, clearly that didn't really work out too well. But she did open my eyes to certain things. Um, my first therapy session with uh, with her was was okay. You know, uh, we had to, to fill out a bunch of paperwork. So it's basically why you're starting therapy, kind of like the traumatic events you've been through. They ask you if you have taken any drugs to cope with certain things. I personally didn't, but I did drink at one point because... 
I really didn't know how to cope. So I guess I was in drugs. It was alcohol, which is not good. But, you know, we got past that phase. Great. <laughs> but uh, basically, it lists, uh, it tells you all the things to fill out, all the traumatic events you went through, why you're seeking therapy. So the first uh, therapy session was basically just that, just going through the paperwork. Um, and then as time went on, I would go with her once a month. Um, or two times a month so my copay with this therapist was $35 a month um, well $35 a session sorry and um, the way that I looked at it was like okay I can spend $35 either on my nails or $35 to heal my inner bad bitch because exterior like you know I got it you know but interior she needs work <laughs> so might as well work on my interior you know so um, I thought about it that way and I would go to her once or twice a month depending on how like rough my month was. And then um, she re recommended me this book because I would always talk to her about my parents and the relationship I had with them and how they treated me like a baby and like all this stuff. So she recommended me this book called Toxic Parents and um, she basically would tell me to highlight the certain paragraphs or certain sentences or scenarios that had to do with kind of like what I went through and then we would break them down in therapy so um it kind of helped you know it, it helped me understand that my parents are the way they are not because they're doing it intentionally like they don't want to manipulate me and make me feel like shit but it's because it's how they were raised and I think it made me understand things in a third person point of view versus me against my parents and my parents against me and made me see the situation from an outsider's perspective versus thinking of like oh they're just doing everything against me it's more so like okay, they're human too, and this is how they were raised, and they're probably just going off of what they know. So that made me understand them a little bit better and not take things to heart, like if everything was my fault or if I was never good enough. So that really did help me out. Um, but then COVID hit, you know, and obviously I really couldn't afford therapy at this point. Um, so she kind of told me the last session, like, this is when quarantine kind of first started happening. And I was telling her like, girl, I'm going through it. Like I've had like five anxiety attacks today. I try to do everything in my power to freaking go to the beach, skate, read a book. I've tried to do everything I normally love to do. And it just didn't work. Like I kept having so much anxiety and she kind of told me like well right now we're in such uncertain times and the way that you are you're such a planner and you want to have control over things and that's probably why you're freaking out I'm like oh bitch 110 percent but that was the last day I saw her because quarantine hit and honestly um I think it was time to see a new therapist not that she was a bad one but I just think that I wanted more than just kind of like reading a book and dissecting it I felt like it was kind of like school which is not bad but I don't know it wasn't like feeding me feeding what I needed my inner body so moving forward um my last story or my last podcast episode talked about everything I went through COVID which was a lot um I guess emotionally how I felt because I, uh, I got broken up with like my birthday and then being positive for COVID. I, I just had so many mixed emotions. I was in a room alone. Not that I didn't have support of my friends or family via Zoom or via FaceTime or via text, but having that human interaction made all the difference. You know, it just made it way worse. 
So all the thoughts that were going through my head, like, were just, like, kind of dark. But I always try to find the light in things, you know? Like, I kept trying to say, okay, Franny, like, you're not going to be COVID positive for every, for, like, forever. You're not going to experience what you're feeling right now with this breakup forever like time will heal all and like be grateful that you're in a room be grateful that you have food you have food to cook you know so I kept trying to think about it that way even though sometimes it wouldn't work I still would be in my head about everything um some of the emotions I experienced was feeling obviously not good enough um, I also experienced kind of like depression. Um, I would say, I, I don't say I was suicidal, but I was to the point that I'm like, what else can go wrong? You know, like what else? Um, it, it made me feel like it was never ending. You know, it made me feel that like there was not much to look forward to, you know, and uh, that made me a little worried because I haven't felt that feeling in a very long time. And usually I'm the type of person that is so positive thinking and I always like look forward to the future and I look forward to things and try to find lessons in them but sometimes I I couldn't do that I couldn't even get out of bed so I decided to start therapy again not with the same therapist I once again went on psychologytoday.com again sponsor me beach and um yeah I started looking and uh I did a bunch of inquiries. I think I reached out to like 10 therapists. And then um, the one who was the most responsive um, was my therapist that I have today. And she is fucking amazing. Um, I've been seeing her once a week ever since I would say July, the middle of July. I've been seeing her once a week ever since. And it's been so fucking great. She is amazing. I feel like she really understands like where I'm coming from. Um, and once again, I feel like the reason why I get her so much are like, I don't know, I guess the connection you would say, um, is because she puts things in a way that is understandable, but yet at the same time, she's teaching me about certain psychology terms, you would say that it's more so like how I react to things and what category does that fall under and also how other people react to things. So she taught me all about like narcissists. I had no idea like that I've encountered so many of them. <laughs> like I didn't know I was in relationships with them. Like it's crazy how many things I've learned from freaking therapy. It's insane. And she gives me all these scenarios or not scenarios, but she gives me a lot of insight and kind of like like metaphors you would say that I freaking love so I'm gonna name some of them because <laughs> I get so excited talking about this if you follow me on Instagram which is Franny Tings I'm Franny Tings everywhere um you'll know that sometimes when I have a therapy session I'll talk about it because I just learned so much insight from that one hour that I want to share with other people that might not be able to go to therapy might not be able to afford it or maybe are just kind of like scared or insecure going to therapy um, maybe that could be a push so one of the things that she told me that has really stuck to me and I think a lot of people should know about this because I feel like when COVID hit um, a lot of people were alone with their thoughts and I think that's why a lot of people were going through it because we're so used to being busy and we're so used to being distracted that when we're alone with our thoughts we kind of don't know what to do with them because they're so overwhelming and 
I feel like years and years of like resentment or grudges or things that you've never felt before rise to the surface when you're really thinking about them. So one thing that she told me was uh, there's two types of people in this world. And whoever is listening or whoever is watching my beautiful faith. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely listen up and see which one you are. This is a fun little exercise. So there's two types of people in this world. Fast food people and restaurant people okay fast food people when you go to a fast food restaurant like mcdonald's wendy's whatever franchise um you pull up boop boop you order what you want you pay you eat you write out right that's fast food restaurants usually when you go to restaurants you sit you get a little appetizer you start drinking a couple glasses of wine you get your entree you keep drinking a little bit more wine you get dessert fuck it another round of freaking tequila shots whatever it is your bill comes and that shit's long as fuck and you're like oh my god like when did this even happen like i just came here to get like an appetizer And now you're paying for like all this stuff because you were enjoying the ride. So the analogy is that fast food people, the way that they deal with emotions or the way that they deal with situations is when a situation arises, they tackle it head on, they pay for it and they write out. They eat, they tackle it, they let it simmer and they write out. The way that people, restaurant people deal with situations or emotions is that they let that receipt pile up. They ignore the first thing. They don't see the price of the appetizer. They order dessert. They order their entree without seeing the price adding up. And people like that, they just let everything pile up until they do end up getting the receipt and it's too much for them to even start to break down. So I feel like with this... um, I realize that sometimes I can be a, a restaurant person, but most of the time I would feel like I'm personally a fast food person. And um, this goes hand in hand with how you do one thing is how you do everything, bitch. I think that we have to learn to befriend our emotions and we have to learn how to make amends with them. Um, and the reason why is because if we don't and we just keep storing them and storing them away, it's just going to create one big ball that one ball is going to explode and it's just not going to be okay and I do think that goes hand in hand with self-talk how we talk to ourselves is like fucking huge like huge 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 and um a lot of people sometimes I overhear them talking to themselves like when they mess up they're like oh I'm so fucking stupid or like oh my god I'm so dumb I should have done this it's like no don't talk about yourself like that I know in the moment, like, you don't think it's a big deal, but that shit adds up. That shit hella adds up. And I always think to myself, the way that I talk to my friends, because when I talk to my friends, unless you're a a bad friend and you're a fucking bitch, that you're like, you stupid ass bitch, like, don't make mistakes. I don't think people are really like that. But if you're a good person and the way that you talk to your friends, you try to not baby them, but... You try to be understanding with them. Hey, girl, like, don't worry about it. Like, things happen. It is what it is. Like, you know, just breathe. The way that you would talk to a friend is a way that you should be talking to yourself. Negative self-talk really, really does fuck with you. And eventually you start to think that those thoughts are real. You really start to think you're dumb. You really start to think that 
you're not enough, whatever it is that your insecurities are telling you, you start to think that they're a reality. And the more that you tell yourself positive, you know, whatever it is, positive affirmations, you tell yourself, I'm going to have a good day. Um, I'm so like alive today and everything's going to be great. You're most likely to have a good day just because you're saying it aloud. Even if things go horribly wrong, just because you're constantly telling yourself great things, it will most likely happen and you feel good. Like, have you ever looked at yourself when you're crying in the mirror? <laughs> this is going to sound so fucking stupid, but I feel like when you look at yourself in the mirror and you smile, you can't help but like laugh because you're like, oh my God, like look at me. And sometimes you need that. You need to kind of like pe pep yourself up when you're feeling down. You have to give yourself that pep talk. And this goes with inner child work, which I also learned in therapy. So good. Um, so I didn't even know what an inner child was. Okay, so I found the definition to inner child work. Okay, so I'm going to read it. Inner child work is work you do either by yourself or with a therapist to resolve the childhood emotions and experiences inner child still holds, as well as a harness the joy, innocence, and confidence that you were birthright. Um, so basically, to me, what inner child work is, is basically... When we were growing up, our parents did lack certain things within our childhood that we kind of need to finish ourselves growing up. And um, sometimes we think that we're good and we're adults and nothing affects me. But when we have those moments that trigger us to something that we felt when we were little, um, for example, if I can use myself, um, when I was little or still to this day, my mom has an, an obsession with cleaning and I felt like she would tell me to clean something and she would redo it because it was never good enough. And to me, that feeling links up with why sometimes I question myself and sometimes I think I'm not good enough. And it goes back to that feeling of, well, my mom's like never let me wash the dishes and she would redo it because it wasn't good enough my dad did this and it wasn't good enough like every single thing I would do wasn't good enough and that's not the reality of it it's probably just because she wanted done her way it's all about like controlling and um sometimes I have to tell myself if I question that like I have to give myself a little pep talk in the mirror and say like Francesca you are good enough remember that this is something that you felt when you were small but you can make your own decisions now you are good enough for these things you know you sometimes make mistakes but that's okay you learn from them so I feel like that's very important uh inner child work and just remembering that your parents raised you the way that they were raised and that doesn't mean they're perfect and that doesn't mean that you know they're mean parents it's just they're doing their best because it's what they were taught um but that doesn't mean that you can't finish the work for yourself you know okay so another thing I feel like I kind of do suffer with not so much now because I learned my boundaries is people pleasing and I didn't know where people pleasing came from so actually people pleasing comes from your childhood when again it goes hand in hand that you felt like you were never enough so you felt like you had to keep doing more and more to get the attention or the approval of other people in your life and I did this all my life until maybe like three years ago um I went through like a breakup with like an ex not this recent one like years ago and 
I was such a people pleaser. I would drop everything for this person. I was so in love. I would skip school. I would do the most for this person. And like when we broke up, I'm like, bitch, who the fuck am I? I basically lost my identity. And I'm like, dude, I cannot be doing that. Like I need to stand up for myself and know how I am, you know, and find out who I was all over again really taught me like, sis, like you need to cut that shit out like it took me a long time I'm still adapting to it because you know I love to help everyone and I love to obviously please everyone people pleaser dull bitch but at the same time we have to take care of ourselves first and we have to set a boundary and um an analogy that I like to put is like when you're on a plane and the plane is about to crash, they always tell you, you have to wear your oxygen mask first and then help the others around you. So basically you have to make sure that you're good before doing anything else around you. And that goes for work, for friendships, relationships. You have to put yourself first no matter what. And that's not being selfish. Like I always think that sometimes and I'm like, damn, am I being selfish? Because I just want to be alone right now. I really don't want to be around people. My energy is really low. Is that bad of me? And I learned the more and more I grow up that that's how it should be. You know, you should always put yourself first because once you're good, you're the way that you treat people, the way that you think is going to be 10 times better. Um, but another thing that I feel like a lot of people lack is like making the effort to get out of their comfort zone or making the efforts to really I'm not gonna say change but yeah I guess try to change for the better um discipline is a huge thing and discipline goes hand in hand with how you do one thing is how you do everything so if you're a people pleaser and then you're let's say your goal is to be like okay no sorry like I have to work on x y and z and you don't actually make the action to do those things so let's say you say someone asks you like hey uh i have this video i need you to edit because this happens to me all the time i have this video i need you to edit can you do it for me by wednesday if i'm like yeah for sure like i'll do it and then i'm crowding myself with work it's like who who is that to blame me? Because I didn't sit there and think about, okay, well, I have this to do. I have another, like another project, another design that is due by Friday. You have to really sit there and think about all these different things and prioritize your responsibilities and your priorities should be, well, money, <laughs> you know, what comes first money and then what comes for you, you know? So I don't know. I just think that people pleasing, um, and, just making the efforts to actually work on yourself and that's physically too what you eat um how you do things in general it's it just goes back to that how you do one thing is how you do fucking everything bitch and that's on period and that goes for the dating scene too that's something that I noticed now that I've been dating a lot more. Um, I always look out for that, bitch. I always look out for those situations. So let's say you're with, you're on a date and it's maybe like your second or third date and you're comfortable with this person, whatever you guys are seeing each other, you guys are having fun and they get their order wrong and they start making a huge scene. They start getting angry. They start complaining the whole time that to you might just be like oh okay whatever like he's just frustrated or she's just frustrated because the food is wrong but what you don't know is that that's going to carry on throughout the relationship and then when the relationship does or is over you're going to go back to that moment and be like damn that makes so much sense like I should have looked out for that 
And there's such thing as red flags and green flags in dating and in a relationship. But those are the things you definitely need to look out for is how people deal with certain situations because how they do one thing is how they do everything. And that's going to catch up at the end, sis. Trust. Um, but obviously, look out for the green flags, too, because, you know, we don't want to just rank on everyone, bitch. Like, what's the point of that? Um, but overall, I do think that everyone should seek a therapist. Um, someone someone told me this once because I told them, like, yeah, I go to therapy once a week. They're like, oh, I don't have enough trauma for that. And I was like, girl. <laughs> and I think that people have it confused that sometimes like you have to go through all these things, these traumatic events to go to therapy. And that's not true. Sometimes you just want a, an opinion or advice from a non-biased opinion. And I think that that's great. And I think that if you feel that you want to work on something that maybe you might feel embarrassed to tell your family or friends or maybe they don't understand it's a topic that is touchy to you i definitely think that you should seek therapy i don't think it's for people who only have traumas for people who are quote-unquote crazy people always have that misunderstanding and i don't agree with that i think everyone should go to therapy and just let it all out let it all out sis we all have something that we feel and it still holds within us um so i do think therapy is for everyone there's different forms of therapy definitely do your research before seeking a therapist i guess um psychologytoday.com bitch sponsor me if you want to reach out to me and get more information you definitely can um i'm always posting things like this on my instagram stories so you can check that out at as well so you can go my instagram is franny tings my twitter is franny tings my tiktok is franny tings my youtube bitch everything is franny tings so go check that out and yeah if you guys have any questions on therapy um definitely let me know and yeah shout out to my therapist i don't know if i should send her this i think that's a little weird anyways guys have a great day great night whatever time you're listening to this um i love you and see you next time period.